Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another inflation talk. We all know I'm not a financial expert, but I'd like to recount the many, many different ways that your own government is trying to disempower you financially so you can understand there's visible attacks, there are invisible attacks. The invisible attacks have to do with the invisible theft protocol called inflation, by which the money in your bank account or the money in your wallet, it's not really money, money, it's currency, but the currency in your bank account or the currency in your wallet buys less goods and services. And that means your spending power decreases while you think you acquire or you hold the same amount of paper currency in your wallet or your bank account. So it's an invisible theft. It's very popular throughout history. And if you want to get to know more about the history of money or how money can be manipulated to empower others and disempower yourselves, you can go to Mike Maloney's talk called The Hidden History of Money. I believe it's still free on YouTube. It's very popular. So again, Mike Maloney, The Hidden history of money. And it'll give you a good idea. You have to understand how money works if you wish to protect yourself going forward. Because if someone like me who understands a little bit about the monetary system and how it operates, it's very, very obvious that this monetary system is being manipulated to disempower the average person. And of course, government schooling, the media have always been designed to drop the ball and disempower the population by never teaching them the very valuable foundations of, of what money is, how to acquire wealth, and sort of how to hold on to it. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go to my notes and just see exactly um, like a list of how the government right now is purposely targeting you and your family for financial enslavement or financial destruction, because this is a dependency agenda. Uh, to make you dependent is to control you. If you're independent, you will not take a knee or bend a knee or capitulate to the government's sort of tyrannical dictates. So in order for certain forces to control you, you have to be made dependent. So health dependency, wealth dependency, the attack is coming at you and your family on both fronts, wealth and health. And if you are sick, uh, you'll be disempowered. If you're diseased, you'll be disempowered. And of course, if you're poverty stricken and can't survive independently on a financial level, Yes, you will become financially dependent upon them. They will always be there to give you a little handout, a couple, they call them scraps off Longshank's table uh, from that great Mel Gibson movie. Um, can't remember it offhand, even though I analyze movies all the time. But you don't want scraps off Longshank's table. You definitely want to be financially independent and going forward, you have to make sure you maintain the spending power of whatever currency you hold in your bank account and whatever currency you hold uh, in your wallet. And I've given an inflation talk before. I'll put that link under or below this video, depending if you get it directly or if you get it shared, you can check that out. But money printing, the government is printing money 
like a drunken sailor. And they're doing this on purpose because what it does is it creates inflation, which decreases the spending power of the average person in an invisible way where they're not really going to notice. Now, the reason if I'm a government and I print like Joe Biden, who's not really in control of anything, by the way, but he's the head actor in the United States. So he's told to how many trillions of dollars to push through on, on whatever budgetary uh, proposal he's making. So let's say it's $1.2 trillion. And maybe it's the third or fourth printing of that amount. So that amount goes in the economy. And most people aren't going to get, they're not going to be the recipients of any of that money. But there are some rich people who get richer because this is what the system's all about is all these these budgets are basically payouts or bribes to various high-ranking officials here and there, high-ranking uh, members of the public to act in a certain way, to make a narrative made of pure wind appear real. And they have to be paid and bribed to do that. This is what the budget is really for, but those rich people get richer. And the reason in money printing like this devalues the, the currency in your bank account or the currency in your wallet is they go to the grocery store and with their extra money, they buy double, let's say they buy double the groceries because they're like, oh, we're really rich. We're going to buy a bigger house, more, a bigger fence, uh, more cars, more this, more that. So when you put the command into the economy that there's more demand for the same amount of goods, the prices go up. You don't have any extra money. They caused it by having extra money. So as the prices go up, it costs more of your money to buy the same goods and services. So printing money, when a government prints money and just literally gives it away to their friends and family members to pay them for criminality, those criminals go out and flood the market with extra monetary purchases. You have to compete with the market in the market for those monetary purchases, and they will always outbid you. And therefore, you have less ability. You, the money in your wallet goes a lot less far. That's called a decrease in spending power or a decrease in the value of your monetary assets that you hold in your bank account and in your wallet. So even with everything's the same, money printing causes you to lose your spending power, but it's even worse. It's like a bad, um, you know, it's a bad infomercial, but hold on, there's more. The same corrupt government is actually shutting businesses down based on a narrative made of pure wind, which decreases the amount of goods and services being produced that you can buy. So not only is there more money in a classic inflation situation for money printing, more money chasing the same amount of goods. We have a situation right now where businesses are closed. You have more money chasing a lesser amount of goods. That means your spending power goes down twofold. It's a double whammy. It's a double hit on your spending power. And the average person doesn't know any of this because the government schools are purposely designed to make sure nothing of value, no experience or knowledge is acquired to make you independent. So it's very important to know that all the systems work together like the cogs in a watch to make sure to maximize your dependency. So this is very important to understand. Now, 
It's even worse than that. So you have money inflation, you have the shutting down of businesses made uh, based on a narrative made of pure wind that doesn't hold up to any scientific scrutiny. But they're also, so the lesser amount of goods are traveling by boat or highway to get to your stores, but the government's shutting those down too. So we have monetary printing, which causes the monetary inflation. On top of those increasing price pressures, you have the companies being shut down and then the government also shutting down the ports of entry so that the pressure on the prices to increase even goes up more drastically which means the average person again is hit with a third wave. It's not a wave of, of sicknesses you should be worried about. It's a waves of inflationary pressure that the government is purposely organizing to make vast tracts of the population financially dependent on government handouts, which is socialism or communism. And then you have to dance like a circus clown once you're financially devastated or incinerated, you will have to dance like a circus clown in order to get your monthly stipend from the government that coordinated all of this. I mean, ruling families masquerading as your altruistic governments, but nonetheless, you'll have to dance like a circus clown. And you can understand that the stipulations to receive the stipend for the dancing that you're doing will be stipulations that will leave you more dependent health-wise and more dependent wealth-wise. So you have to be very, very careful. There's, there's more ways they're stealing your money. So again, a narrative made of pure wind that doesn't uh, hold up to any scientific scrutiny whatsoever. And that's what the censorship is about, shutting down sort of intelligent discourse that this doesn't make any sense. And then because of all the inflationary money printing, the giving of money to friends and family members for playing their roles in this particular psychological operation, the government comes forward and says, well, we have to increase your taxes now. So again, first wave, second wave, third wave, fourth wave, always taking away and chipping away at the financial foundations that you've built over with all your hard work over your entire lifetime. So now they're going to say, because we had all this printing to make you safe, <laughs> okay, and we have to tax you back into the Stone Age now because we're so great. And if it wasn't for us leading the charge <laughs> into the abyss, uh, you would be completely devastated. So because we're so amazing, we spent all this money on your benefit, you'll have to pay us back. But None of this was necessary. They're trying to just basically tax you back into the Stone Age, along with all these other waves that are taking away your financial resources. Another way that this group of um, these ruling families that masquerade as your governments, uh, taking your money, fines. They're fining people and for regular living. And this is being discussed through the last 200 years that when a tyrannical government really wants to attack their own citizens, they make normal human activity illegal. In Australia, in some states in Australia, if you're not wearing a mask in a public place uh, so that you can't breathe properly. So breathing 
air, just like many historians have described, make regular human activity illegal. And so not wearing a mask in certain states in Australia, $90,000 fine. And then if you're not standing six feet apart, if you're not really um, playing your acting role in this fabricated narrative, there's many other fines. And this is what all these props are for. I mean, that's the mask is a prop, the stickers are props on the floor, go this way at the grocery store instead of that way. It's in order to make sure further generations believe this narrative, you are getting literally paid as an actor to participate in the psychological operation because they need your participation to, to convince the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And really the payment for participating is a lack of fines or like safe passage through uh, Satan's realm where you don't get harassed or you don't get the pitchforks. So again, fines is another way, another clever way they're trying to take away your money. My friend just flew back uh, from, I'm not too sure, I think it was from Florida, landed in the Toronto airport in Canada. She didn't want to take one of these PCR tests that literally, I think, cost $280 at the airport. Yet another way they're taking your money. And if she didn't want to participate in that, she was going to get a $6,000 fine and then basically have other government workers track her to make sure she stayed in quarantine. Now, I'll be honest with you, an economy can't survive like that. If people are getting paid, they have to have a benefit uh, for the society. So you can't have a society where people are getting paid money, getting paychecks, getting biweekly paychecks from the government to poison and disempower and make dependent all the other people in the country. I'm not too sure if you understand anything about economics, but you can't have it. a country's like a company and all countries are actually registered as companies on various stock markets across the world. But that's another story altogether. But countries are like companies. You can't have employees of a company doing things to destroy the effectiveness and the efficiency of that company and paying police officers or enforcement officers to steal money and poison other people in your society. Your society's, your society's going to collapse. And that's the design. The people organizing this know what it takes to collapse a society back into its own footprint to again make the people dependent. So fines and levies and fees, taxes, all ways to take, 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 take a couple more cents, take a couple more cents, and really make sure that you never get a foothold financially, you never become independent of the system. It's all about dependency on the system. And then this is the most troubling thing. In Canada, people are getting fired because they didn't take the, the new medicine. And usually the people who are getting fired, they already paid in to what's called unemployment insurance or EI here in Canada. And literally the government says, no, if you get fired for not complying with the new medicine, you don't get the unemployment insurance. But hold on a second. They already paid for the unemployment insurance. That's something they've already paid for. That's already owed to them. It's they they paid for it already. And the government says, no, 
we're going to keep it. And so you have all these other people that have taken the new medicine saying, yeah, those people who didn't take the new medicine, they're bad. Yeah, take away their unemployment. But hold on, folks. Well, I don't, it doesn't matter what side of the fence you sit on in this particular agenda. You have to be very clear that your government just crossed a very, very dangerous line stealing what you already own. And if you let that slide, anybody that's taken the new medicine, they could go into your bank account and say, hey, we need what's in your bank account today to keep paying for the tests, the extra people at the airport, to pay for all the new medicine applications that are coming. We've run out of money. We need yours. We're gonna steal your bank account. We're gonna come and, um, take your house, your title on your house to keep paying for this. Do you not understand that once a government, once you allow a government to steal something that they do not have ownership of, which is the unemployment payment for people that are unemployed, I don't care if you took the medicine or you didn't take the medicine. If you're cheerleading that as someone who's taken the medicine, you have no idea what you're cheerleading. You have no historical perspective of what's coming your way. It means you you are you whether you think you have a pension, an old a pension from a government agency or a pension from a corporation or an old age pension or even something in the bank account, you have stocks you just allowed and by your consent without, because you did not say anything, you tacitly gave your consent for the government to steal and pillage financially at will. And I guarantee you, whether you take the shot or not, you will regret that to the day you pass. And given the way things are going, that will most likely be a lot earlier than you suspect, because if you don't have proper financial resources, or your government is acting, behaving, and talking like this, when they've done this throughout history, history and acted and behaved and talked in this manner, nothing good comes for anybody in the society, even though some people in the society are bisected, you're on this side, I'm on that side, it never benefits anybody. So be very careful. The government's already crossed that line. The unemployment is something that is already being paid into and owned by the people who have been laid off or fired because they've refused the new medicine. Extremely dangerous, folks. Another way they're chipping away, firing people for not taking new medicine, very obvious financial attack. And what about unions getting paid? The unions are doing nothing. If you haven't noticed, whether it's the police union, the union for nurses, the union for doctors, doing almost near zero to protect their union unionized uh, employees from tyrannical attack from the government. So again, you paid thing, you paid money out, you're getting nothing back for it. That's a form of theft. That's a form of financial disempowerment. You don't have the money, it left your person. You're not getting any, anything back for that as well. Closing your businesses, uh, government is literally closing businesses at will, ruining financial stability in the working class and then not closing, of course, bigger box stores, which is funneling all the revenue to, again, it's the same thing as the budgetary giveaways. It's all about stroking the primary participants, 
to make sure they they're you know they're getting rewarded for their acting jobs to make something that's not real appear real and things along the line is the pc uh, the test for the particular disease that we're supposedly dealing with right now there are tests a couple of friends uh, flew down to the Caribbean recently, some flew back. They're asking everybody to do these tests. Um, everybody should investigate these tests. They cannot test for anything having to do with what they're advertised to test for. And my friends who just went down to uh, Central America, they had to pay 500 to get down. It's only two people they had to pay 500 to get back. It's an extra thousand dollars. And again, it's take, 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 death by a thousand cuts. That's what it is, the inch by inch approach, the totalitarian tiptoe to driving you off the financial cliff. No one can afford this first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth or ninth wave of financial destruction. And even this morning, the Canadian banks and banks across the world, because, of course, they're all coordinating the same attack on their own citizens, citizenry, they're thinking of raising interest rates, which means if they doubled the interest rate and they've done this purposely, they had subprime interest rates for at least a decade here in North America, everybody's up to their eyeballs in debt. They get a bigger house, a bigger car, everybody, you know, because the lives here in North America are so empty, they got to decorate those empty lives with stuff. So it's all a big part of the plan to make a society so soulless and empty that you just get thrills off spending money. Then they give you money at very cheap interest rates, knowing that they're going to hit you with this this particular agenda they've planned decades in advance. And then they rise, they drive the interest rates up. And this is what's going on. I mean, if you have a 2% interest rate on a $400,000 house and you only pay, maybe put 20% down, your interest rate might be $1,000 a month. And then if it goes from 2% to 4%, you got to pay $2,000 a month. It's only 2%. It doesn't seem like it's a lot, but a doubling of the interest rate is going to double your interest payment. People don't understand how, how they being, they got the, 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 the hook in their mouth and the government's going to tug on it because it's all about decreasing the power of the middle class. And if you want to go watch a great documentary about how this particular attack has been planned for decades in advance and how the middle class and the financial destruction of the middle class is definitely a, an agenda here. Go watch uh, Cult of the Medics. It's a new documentary. You can find it on the internet. It's free of charge, Cult of the Medics. And you can see that this is actually a plan to decrease the financial viability of the middle class and increase dependency of the middle class on handouts and those handouts will come with stipulations and those stipulations will make you more dependent health-wise and more dependent uh, wealth-wise. So if you would like to learn how to avoid or sort of maintain the spending power of your money. So if you have $100 in your wallet or $100 in your bank account, how are you gonna make sure that $100 in five years buys the same amount of groceries as it, as it does today, well, you're going to have to really understand there are some what's called hedges or, um, you know, safe bets against inflation or hedges against inflation so that you can put that hundred dollars 
that you have in cash, move it over to a particular asset class. That asset class will rise with the inflation. And then when, when the top of the inflation is finished, you can transfer the inflated dollar amount back over to cash or whatever happens to be the cash of the day or currency of the day at that time. You can go back into the grocery store and buy your $100 worth of groceries, which means your spending power stayed the same. So you got to take your 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 cash, your currency today, throw it over to an infl uh, inflated asset class, watch that asset skyrocket, and then in two to three years, start taking that currency out again into whatever currency they have invented at that, at that particular time. But whatever it is, you'll be able to go back in the grocery store and buy your $100 worth of groceries. So if you would like that particular report and it's completely free we don't try to sell you anything we just want to help people on this page it's not a lot of people on this page but people really um, they'll benefit from this these hedges against inflation and you know we'll save some lives we'll say we want to build independence in the population because we know the agenda is in the opposite direction of that we're not in for dependency we're in for freedom and we want people to be independent, strong, vital, because you can only, you can't rule lions, you can only rule lambs, and we don't want anybody being a lamb if they don't want to be. So email me at jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. Again, it's jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. And just put a title of your email, uh, give me the free report on inflation, and we'll, we'll get uh, one of our, our team members to send that out to you tomorrow. So thank you for listening. I uh, appreciate your time. I'm definitely on your side and I want to see you prosper. So thanks very much. Have a great day.